guys, it's Dina and Lydia, and you're listening to Retweet. Um, so for today's topic, we're going to be talking about beauty standards, body image, and how makeup plays a role in all of that for us. And so for this week, we brought on AP. So she is an MUA, and she also is into fitness. She's going to be having a fitness page. Um, so we had to bring her on because she's definitely the perfect person to talk about this stuff with. Yeah. So where should we start? I don't know. Okay, I think we should first start by kind of defining what we think is beauty, which mm-hmm. I think is a little bit vague, but, um, like, what do we think, or maybe two questions. When do you feel like you attain the beauty standard, one, and then two, what is a beauty standard? I think because we're all, like, we're all pretty different. AP yeah. is South Asian. Me and Dean are both black, but, like, you know, like, I come from a subculture that's different than Dina, so, yeah. you know, what does that mean for us to be, or to hit the standard of beauty, mm-hmm. and, like, when do we feel like we've hit it? I don't know, beauty is difficult. Like, it's it's obviously subjective, too, yeah. because in different spaces, I feel like you have a different experience with being beautiful, like, I think, like, in a space where we're all with, like, Habisha people, like, you know you're beautiful because they reinforce that within you. Like, I feel like with the girls in Abisha culture, like, mm-hmm. every single time you see, like, your family and your relatives are always talking about how pretty you are. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, like, the the first thing that they see when or say when they see you. But then I think, like, in other spaces, like, say you're in, like, a white space where it's, like, you're obviously the minority. Like, you're not going to feel like you fit, you're hitting the standard of beauty because beauty is subjective and it changes over time and space. Yeah, for in sure. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I know, yeah, for sure. I think for sure, like, when I entered different spaces that catered to me, mm-hmm. I felt the most beautiful. So when I was younger, even in comparison to first year university, like, I do look different, but I don't look that much different. Mm-hmm. But because of the placement of, like, my life, I feel more beautiful now because when I was in first year, like, I was hanging more at Brescia. I had, like, more white friends. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely more subjective to, like, where you are. Yeah, I think especially, like, the people around you, like, you learn to embrace certain, like, features about yourself Mm -hmm. that you didn't even pay attention to before, and, like, you just, you kind of, like, conform to your group, really, right? Yeah, that's so true. Like, especially, like, in, like, first year or second year for me, like, we had, like, such a big, like, group of black friends, like me and Lydia, that we were in, so I feel like in that space, it's, like, it's easier to feel confident and to feel beautiful because we're all, like, it's all, like... I don't know, when people see us, it's, like, the black girl magic, like, you know, yeah, that type of aesthetic. Wave, yeah. So it's okay, it's easier to, like, love yourself and to feel beautiful in those spaces. But then, say I'm in a space with, like, my high school friends where it's, like, me and then, like, four white girls and, then like, my one Asian friend, you know what I mean? Then it's, like... <laughs> Shout out to Mimi. No, and <laughs> not, yeah, and not to say that, like, I, and my friends ever made me feel less than beautiful because it's not the case, but, like, it's just the reality of, like, when you don't look like everyone else you're going to feel different and you're not you're maybe not going to feel beautiful but I don't know it's different for everyone because like um Elshie Elshie grew up in like white spaces exactly like me and Lydia but like she's she always was like yeah I felt confident all the time when I was growing up and I'm like girl I know she was me you're like built different Mm -hmm. but it's not even just race it's like ambiance so if I'm with a lot of people who I think dress like really different than me I definitely start feeling a bit awkward I feel right. super out of place me and Dina recently went to Barney's which is like you guys don't know it's just like a 
think it's like a patio bar. Yeah. And everyone there was just so like broy that I felt so out of place. I like right. came with like converse that were like kind of dirty. I just like looked more like myself. And I yeah. just think not only did our table, but like me specifically, looked just so different than everyone else. So it made me feel I think awkward. Our whole table did. Like was everyone yeah. more dressed up or? Yeah, well, not more dressed up, but everyone just looked. It's just like we don't match the aesthetic of this place at all. And that mm. can make you, you know feel I mean? ugly. Even though you don't, like, logically think you're ugly, yeah. it can just make you feel ugly. Really? I feel like a bad bitch in that place. <laughs> I'm like, you're all so dusty. Yeah, they're all dusty. Like, so they're dusty. all dusty. Like, you can try. Yeah. yeah. But how is it, like, in the South Asian community? Um, Going off of what Dina said before, like, um, like, with you guys being black and like the standards you guys have it's Mm -hmm. like in my community it's more like I feel like those standards aren't as enforced like nobody really tells each other like oh you're beautiful and this Mm -hmm. this and that we don't really hear that because we grew up like watching Bollywood so everybody would compare themselves to like these actresses right and everybody like you know even like we we also have like the light skin dark skin debate all the time yeah it's Mm -hmm. really strong down there and it's like, oh, you know, if you're not light-skinned, like, you're not pretty. Nobody's going to marry you. Mm-hmm. You know, guys won't look at you. Mm-hmm. All these lightning creams and all this, that, right? So it's like, it's bad. Yeah. Um, so would you be considered light-skinned? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, uh, for the most part. Yeah, for right? The most part. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's just like, you know, you don't really grow up, like, girls around you being like, oh, you look good. You look this and that. Like, it's just never really... I never really heard that. And, mm-hmm. like, in elementary, like, I went to, like, a pretty, like, predominantly, like, white school. Are you from mm-hmm. London? Yeah. Oh, okay. I am. So, before high school, I was only around white people. So, I always felt out of place. And mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, these girls are so pretty. Like, nobody looks at me. This and this and that. But then I started getting into high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm around other people of color. You know? And it yeah. just, like, brings out, like, sides of you that you didn't, like, know were there. And you become more confident. And then you go to university. And you become even, like, you know, you just glow up yeah. at every stage. Yeah. I know. So it's, it's so just true. <laughs> Growing up on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not university. Yeah. 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 No, it's so true. Like, it's not even that you're just physically glowing up. It's, like, a mental glow up. Right. Because it's all, like, it's all how you perceive yourself. Like, fucking, what did Bobo said? She's, like, people started accepting me as being pretty when I, like, Right. When I believe that about myself. Exactly. But the, okay, so I do agree to, like, I agree. To some extent. To some extent. The issue with that is, is I think that was reality for me. Like, when I started feeling like I'm beautiful, mm-hmm. I feel like people started to perceive me that way. But a lot of that does come out of pretty people privilege, right? Like, if I was someone who was, was actually ugly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, some people like, are actually, like, just to the societal standard are not <laughs> good looking like not to say that these factors are ugly by any means but if you're someone who is who had like a lot of acne who had like extremely damaged hair like someone who's extremely overweight even if i perceive myself to be beautiful in that state the truth is is like no one else or not no one else but most people won't perceive me as beautiful Mm -hmm. and so me being someone who is thinner who has like clear skin like all these things Mm -hmm. of course i can just say well i feel like i'm beautiful now and all you bitches are gonna follow along and they did yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. So it's hard because I think beauty is a mental state, but I think it is naive to believe that it's just a mental state. Right. And then another thing is, like, even on the outer state of beauty, I think to some extent it can seem superficial, but also it helps you within your social standing and mm-hmm. your economic standing, mm-hmm. right? 
So you're an MUA, and obviously you wouldn't get the job that you have if you weren't good at makeup and you were, you know, looked a certain way. Right. Yeah. Because you're not going to let someone that you perceive as ugly to do your makeup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make sense. You're just not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not going to book that. Yeah. And I know a lot of MUAs, too, they wear makeup every day. Or not every day, but, like, most times they go out just because they know that's your resume, right? Right. Do you feel like that's true? I personally, I think more MUAs should do that. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, like, I have my dress down days. I have my bummy days. Like, I have my gym days where I'm just walking around with, like, you know, Mm -hmm. no makeup. But, like, I'm, like, in my space, you know? Like, nobody's going to see me around that Mm -hmm. time. Not that I don't want people to. But it's, like, you know, when I'm out and I'm leaving my house, I'm even around the western area, I'm I'm downtown. Like, I'm going to look apart because mm-hmm. I'm advertising my face. Yeah. yeah. I'm advertising the whole look, and I don't want people seeing me all the time with no makeup because I'm going to be like, okay, well, I've, I never seen your makeup. Like, I need to see what yeah. you look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I like to enforce that. So I like to, like, dress up as much as I can to mm-hmm. put out that image, and I think it helps. Yeah. I know this past weeks I've had a handful of job interviews, and I'm not someone who wears like a lot of makeup generally right. but I also don't wear makeup every day right. but for the whole week I'm like going to these interviews and I'm like I'm wearing makeup on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and I'm like this is so weird for me right. and it's like I can't and it's not me it's like right. not me to be wearing the certain makeup that I was wearing it wasn't me to like be wearing a blazer or whatever right. I was wearing but I can't afford to just be me and be like I'm beautiful like hire me because yeah. economically I can't I can't do that yeah no that's so true like even me like working in retail because I've always had, like, I always have, like, retail jobs. Like, you sell more if you look the we part. Do. If you, like, on days where I, I'm, i like, say I'm late to work and I, like, don't do my makeup, but I'll do my hair. I don't sell as much as on days when I actually, like, care about how I look and I do my makeup and exactly. I, like, wear a nice outfit. Because people want to buy from people that are, like, pretty and, like, look good. And, like, even though that's not, like, I wouldn't want to wear makeup every day just because, A, I'm lazy and... We're not MUAs, yeah. I just, like, I don't, like, I don't care, but, like, I don't know. Like, I do, because every time I go into work, I'm, like, I need to, like, wear makeup or else, like... And when you look good, you feel good, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. you radiate that confidence, and then people are drawn to you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you you know, you want to have a good day at work, and then people want to have a good day around you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, like, why is makeup equivalent to, like, looking professional? You know what I mean? Like, why can't you just have, like, a fresh face and, like, look, like, put together? I know, and that's the hard part because I was talking to someone and I was saying, like, even if I showed up to these interviews without any makeup, like, I'm pretty lucky that I have clear skin. And not because I have this amazing skincare routine, like, I've never been acne prone, but if someone who had an amazing skincare routine has a bunch of acne, even if they cover it with makeup, they're not going to look professional, unfortunately. Right, but, like, even looking at your skin, I'm like, it's beautiful, it's clear, it's clean. Mm. You still have, like, highlighter on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is beautiful, but, again, Mm -hmm. it's, like, you put that on as if, like, you know, you're adding an addition to what you already have, you know? Mm -hmm. You're enhancing what you already have. Mm -hmm. So, like, these little enhancements, I feel like when you were doing it, you're like, you know what, this is just going to bump up what I already have, right? So it's like, yeah, you could go fresh face, but, like, this is just, like, an added... You know, and I, f- I feel like you think it would, like, make a difference. And I think it does. Because, like, yeah. oh, you're glowing. You have a fresh face and you're glowing. Like, people see that. Like, people like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, it's, like, even mascara, like, it just it just makes you look more awake. It opens up your eyes. So, it's, like, it's like little things. It's, like, yeah, you don't have to wear it. But when you did, you mm-hmm. knew it was doing something. Yeah. That's true. Right? I just, I don't think, I don't think makeup in and of itself is a bad thing to, like, yeah, sure, use. And, like, you can wear makeup every day, but, like, I I don't know. I just feel like I feel uncomfortable with it when I feel like I can't go to certain places without wearing makeup. 
like I'll be like, oh, I don't want this person to see me because like I'm not wearing makeup. Right. You know what I mean? So, like I wouldn't like say I was like dating someone. Like I wouldn't want them to see me without makeup like right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Just because you want to put your best face forward. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's true. And even like the Alicia Keys of the world that like don't wear makeup, it's like of course you can stop wearing makeup. You're literally a millionaire. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's of different. course, yeah. yeah. You're good. You know, you have your husband. You have your money. You're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And even though like no makeup, makeup, it's like, girl, you're still wearing makeup. Right. And like, it's you're people still who are the wearing, most like, privileged. Skin, yeah. Like you're still wearing something on your skin. <laughs> yeah, like your skin up. does not look like that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you face two in your pictures. Like <laughs> yeah. It's actually, not like you know what I mean. It's not right. um accessible. So. I don't know. Yeah. But when it comes to the question of, like, wearing makeup or even putting any sort of, like, aesthetic form, whether it be, like, surgery or not, I feel like people always ask the question of, like, is it for me or is it for other people? Or is Mm -hmm. it for, like, social pressures? Mm -hmm. And, like, what do we think about that? Does that question even matter if we know that economically it doesn't matter whether I have a fresh face or not? I know I'm probably going to get booked more jobs if I have makeup on. Mm -hmm. So, wait, what's your question? So, like, the question is, is, like, how do you know the decisions we're making for your aesthetic mm-hmm. is for yourself or for others? Yeah. I mean, and does that even matter? I think it's really hard to separate that with anything. Like, how right. do you know if what you're doing is for you or is because of like a societal thing? Do you want this because societally it's oh, like um, desirable? You know what I mean? So I think it's hard to separate that regardless. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's a hard question. It is a hard <laughs> question because me and Dean were talking in the car and I was saying it's not even just about jobs because people will say things like, you know, if you if you want to attract a certain people in your life, you should just be yourself or you should look the way you want to look. And I think that's true to a certain extent. Um, but, you know, if I'm someone who hates wearing makeup, I hate, like, I look a certain way, like my body looks a certain way and I know it's preventable, but I'm just like being lazy about it. You know, and maybe I'm not attracting certain people that I want to date. And it's like, oh, they should just like me for me. But it's like, I know if I put on the makeup, if I put on that work on my body, I could have a larger pool of options of people that want to date me. Is that Mm -hmm. wrong? I don't think that's wrong. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Because all you're doing is just bettering yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You're not putting this, like, like, you're not putting, like, a huge amount of pressure on yourself because you don't think that yourself is enough. It's just like, you know, if I do one of these like one or two of these things like I can get more mm-hmm. there's like it's not like it's not a bad thing cause like even think about <laughs> this is so funny I'm thinking of like TLC what not to wear <laughs> like some of those people they were on they were like I'm single right. I want to date and they're like the girls the people on the show they're like girl you're not approachable like you know like you need to switch your outfit yeah. right. no one wants to come talk to you right. and when they made that switch mm-hmm. like the works of like whatever happened in the makeover actually worked out for them and they got a partner yeah because there's a difference between like being actually like unattractive versus like not putting in right. the work the work exactly. to look a certain way because at the end of the day beauty is subject- subjective but it's also very performative and you're wearing certain things to reap certain benefits yeah or like look a certain way so that you can get certain things like i was telling lydia in the car like one of our friends um, she would like go to like a drive like a driver's test and her mom would tell her like oh you should wear like this don't wear your like long stiletto nails like wear right. like wear something that makes you look athletic um, and whatever so that they feel like you're agile and like yeah. you're gonna be a good driver exactly. or like you meet with your professors obviously you're not gonna wear a fucking like you're not. fashion nova bodysuit so, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. you're gonna wear like yeah. a normal like 
chill Do outfit. Like maybe cardigan. I'll wear my glasses, like a cardigan. Yeah. I've definitely done glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I wear my glasses, so they think I'm studious as shit or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So you clearly dress the part for certain things, yeah. and I don't think that's a problem. Like, I think that's like that's just the reality of You're life. You're just conforming. Yeah. yeah, which you have to do like your whole life. So yeah, yeah. I think it's normal. And yeah. it's it's hard because I think women are blamed more specifically women. I know that men start are starting to wear makeup too, mm-hmm. um, or like even do body modifications. But like women are blamed. They're like, you don't like yourself, and it's like, dude, I can't afford to right. just be myself sometimes. Okay. Like I was watching this Viceland like um like video on homelessness, and these women would still buy makeup despite them. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. being like having no money. It's because they don't want to go somewhere mm-hmm. and get beat up. They don't want to go somewhere and be treated with disrespect. They have to put makeup on so that people can treat them appropriately. Mm-hmm. And you know, people would give them money, be like, "You're just spending on like on makeup. You're not getting food, all this stuff." And it's like, makeup for them is survival. Mm-hmm. Like they need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's insane. <laughs> man like pretty privilege is fucked up like it's so fucked up it's just up. like all like it's classist it's racist it's able like it's all like every type of discrimination mm. form is like at work in pretty privilege because like beauty at the end of the day does equal status and like if you have if you're beautiful then you'll have like a higher social status um and then yeah, you you can feel more confident because it's like reinforcing itself. Exactly. You feel more confident because you have that power or that status in society. Because like beauty and money is intertwined. Like it is undoubtedly. Yeah. Like if I could fucking go get plastic surgery right now and like fix everything that I ever hated about myself, like fuck it. Like I might as well. But it's like I don't have the means to do that. So I don't know. Yeah, and that's interesting because you are like a fitness girl, and. A lot of people, instead of, like, not a lot of people, but there are a handful of people who, instead of, like, working out, they will get surgery. Yeah. But do you find that because you worked out to get the body that you have, it's praised more? I think it is. And a big part of that is, like, I praise myself mm-hmm. about yeah. it, right? It's so much more rewarding. Like, I've been doing it for years, and that feeling is always going to be better than just doing surgery overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not if, if somebody wants to do it, that's not my body. It's not my problem. But, like, mm-hmm. it's just, like... I think people are missing out on the reward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that feeling you get and just I think you get a different type of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that's true too. You but do. arguably, like if someone were to save up all this money to get like a BBL, like is it the same thing? I don't know. Because mm. if I, let's say I'm working all these extra shifts, I'm like, oh, I need to get that BBL. I'm so excited. About that. My stomach's going flat, flat. My ass is <laughs> going to be fat. Be fat yeah. Rather than right. like getting... Uh, like, rather than spending this time going to the gym. You know what I mean? Because, like, at the end of the day, you're going to have the same result. Right. But I think that the connotation is that, like, the person that got surgery hates themselves and wants <laughs> oh, to, yeah, like... True. That's actually right. true. And wants to, like, change... Like, you know what I mean? But the other person that, like, worked out is just, like, kind of bettering their life. And, like, they're doing it in a way that's, like, acceptable more. Right. So I'm, it's okay. Even though the people right. might get the same result at the end. I mean, understandably, like, working out is safer yeah. than, like, getting yeah. surgery. Like, you know that, like, working <laughs> out is, like, good for your anything. health. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. When you get a BBL, like, you still might have the same heart problems or whatever. Right. I mean, you're just going to get a lot more benefits out of working out, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, in better every sleep. type of way. Better yeah. sleep. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. You're going to have better health overall. You're mm-hmm. going to live longer. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's a lot more things. And it's, like... Yeah, I know you see people in the gym, like, even those guys getting big and this and this and that. You, like, I do wonder, I'm like, 
does he just like hate himself like why is he so mm-hmm. like yeah why are you in here three times a day you know what i mean yeah but i'm like you know pe- people have goals and that's his goal and that's, that's okay yeah you know what i mean did that's you guys true. see the jubilee spectrum video where it was no. uh it was the body positive community versus like gym fitness account oh, no. and it was so no, funny because I never even thought about them being separate really? until this video. Yeah. I guess I just thought that they exist within each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it is body positive if you want to work out. Um, and if you want, yeah, like, they're, I thought they were intertwined, but allegedly they're not. So they're saying <laughs> the people who work out aren't body positive. I guess. Or <laughs> vice versa. Yeah, or vice versa. Okay. <laughs> people who work out are, like, thinking negatively about their bodies, therefore they want to change it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. The people, a lot of the people that I follow that are, like, body posy, like, they still work out. A lot of them work out. You know out. what I mean? Like, right. it's not like, like they work out on the side, they work out low-key, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, people are still working Like, there's out. still things they want to change, so it's, like, you know. Yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, like, any modification you make to yourself, your face, your hair, your body, like, people are always going to think, like, you just don't like it. You just yeah. hate yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if it makes you happy, do it. But, yeah. like, what is the difference between, like, getting a tattoo or getting piercings or, like, you know what I mean? Like, those are all forms of body modification. But that I make th- you feel good. Right, yeah, but I makeup. think, like, getting your BBL versus a tattoo, like, I'm not going to get as much attention with my tattoo yeah. as I am with the BBL. Yeah, that's true. Especially in society, especially with men, this, this, and that, right? Yeah. Okay, who's really going to look at my tattoo? <laughs> I can cover it up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You can't cover up your whole ass. Yeah. But I feel like makeup, like, I don't know. I don't think people care that much about, like, let's say I got, like, some sort of, like, artist's work on my right. arm. But if I got, like, my eyebrows tattooed or, like, eyeliner tattooed, like, that right. might seem like I'm wiling. Because it's yeah. kind of associated with makeup, right? Yeah. So I don't know what we have, this qualm with makeup. Do you find that to be a reality, being an I don't really see why it's a big deal. Honestly, it comes off at the end of the day. <laughs> no, actually, like these <laughs> men are true. these men are risking their health yelling about makeup. And I think we can I think we conclude today. at this point like women don't wear makeup for men. I'm sorry, I did not take an hour and a half doing this for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like you don't even know. Me. You don't know the difference. Like <laughs> I know, honey, you don't. Like you I don't. didn't spend fifty dollars on that 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 palette for you. Yeah, like, you don't like, care. You don't. You know, care. it's for me. You don't even know. It's for my girls. If anything, it's for my makeup page, and that's it. It's for my yeah. job. Like I'm getting paid. Either way, like when has a guy ever? commented on your highlighter like i'm sorry y'all don't even know no you don't even know how much this was like no you don't know so funny (laughs) that's so true so i don't see what's a big deal okay so do we think that people that get plastic surgery hate themselves i 110 percent don't think they hate themselves i think it shows that you don't like something about yourself Mm -hmm. um like everyone like yeah. i feel like there's right. gonna be things that you don't like about right. yourself period whether you work out whether you right. beat your face every day like there will be something that you don't like yeah um i think also sometimes i don't know sometimes it can help certain people so i don't know if this counts as plastic surgery but have you guys ever watched like 600 pound life mm-hmm. like sometimes people get bypass surgery mm-hmm. i don't know if that's plastic surgery but mm-hmm. like no. oh it's not plastic well, it's surgery not co- it's not cosmetic Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. it's like more for their health. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I don't know. <coughs> I don't know, because so, some people, it can really help them. It can really help them. Like, I think it is naive to think that, like, you're making beauty modifications just for yourself because mm-hmm. it will help you in the long run socially, economically, institutionally. And if you have the money to do it, then I definitely don't blame you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we know someone who got plastic surgery and now their Instagram, sur- or their Instagram page is amazing, right? So good on them. Yeah, I don't think, like... I don't think that 
getting plastic surgery means anything about like you don't like so like you hate yourself either like I think that self-esteem and body image is like very nuanced and it's complicated and you can say for yourself like I like getting plastic surgery isn't going to help me but you can't say that a procedure won't like help someone else's self-love right you know exactly I mean? right. Yeah. like I think it's just it's a, it's different for everyone and I, I don't think it's okay to like shame people for what they choose to do with their body because right. at the end of the day like life is long as fuck and like if something's gonna make you happier in your own skin then do it like I honestly like that's my I got braces that were cosmetic and that was fun and I loved it yeah and I'm so glad I got them and got them off and I'm more confident now I smile all the time right (laughs) so you smile all the time when you had braces too this is true I did like my braces but before I got braces I was feeling a bit weird about my teeth but I'm glad I got them and that's yeah yeah so also another thing about vice is I read this article and it was called 10 questions you always wanted to ask an ugly person And you know how there's this new wave of um, the idea of using fat not as a negative connotation. It's just like it is just a thing that certain people are and it shouldn't be negative. It shouldn't be something that's bad. How do we feel about this person in this article kind of reclaiming this idea of ugly? Like is ugly always going to be something bad? Because arguably being fat is not bad, right? That's why we're kind of reclaiming it. Yeah, because it's not a dick. You can still be beautiful and be fat. It's not this idea of like – I'm not, I'm not fat. You're beautiful. It's like you can be both. Yeah, exactly. So how, so why, so what, I don't know, the idea of using ugly as a reclamation thing was very weird to me at first because I was like, I think we can all understand that ugly seems like a bad thing, but is it a bad thing? And do we just mean ugly as in socially ugly and not, is ugly always unattractive? Because you know how there's this new wave of like models that are like the misfit models? Like who? Right. Um, I guess Winnie Harlow used to be one, but I think she, her face is still very like uh, yeah, conventional. she's still beautiful. You her know face what I mean? is beautiful. There's one girl. Her, but that's why it works. Yeah, that's right. true. There's this one girl. Her Instagram is at Ugly Worldwide, and she is like, I'm sure a millionaire model. Really? Yeah. It's and she's like, really reclaimed that narrative of ugly, right? Because she's like, I am Ugly Worldwide, worldwide but I'm still booking. I'm still booked in Buzzy. I'm still getting all these shoots. True. It's like how women even say, like, oh, he's ugly sexy. Exactly. Oh, my God, so true. Exactly. She's not even ugly. So it's like. I think it's just, like, all her body modifications is why she's ugly worldwide, right? I feel like as long mm-hmm. as you, like, it all, I think it all comes down to, like, your face at the end of the day. Like, okay, if you're still a little bit attractive, we can deal with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Winnie, personally, like, I think she's beautiful, but I don't understand the hype. But, I, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's and just I, because it's she's so skinny and, like, she's just, like. Literally take exactly. away the vitiligo and she's just like a black exactly. model. Yeah. So it's just like you're overhyped because of your condition. Cool. I mean, you're still pretty at the end of the day. Nobody's debating that. But yeah. it's like she's – what other – you know, what other people you see with a condition having her attention? Like well, they yeah. might not have a pretty face. Yeah. yeah it's like, okay, true. yeah, we can deal with that. Okay, you're still pretty. So it's mm-hmm. like even those rappers where you're like, like okay, Travis Scott. Like, oh my god, ugh. he's so ugly. He's a little, he's a little. Uh, some, some, I don't know, but some people might say he's a little ugly, sexy. Okay, it works. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? I literally like forgot. guys can be ugly, sexy. Yeah, no one would crazy. ever say that about a woman. Ever. That's ever. so ever. insane. But when you brought that up, I was like, that's so true. <laughs> I really heard women be like, I want my man to be ugly. Yeah, because he's like ugly, sexy. Well, he can't be too, you know. He'd be too attractive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how act. Yeah. <laughs> No, 
it's actually so true but girls will always excuse looks they'll just be like oh like they honestly will. when you get to know him he takes bad pictures like blah 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 right girl well, if you're a girl and you're ugly like i'm sorry you're not getting shit men are not that lenient and honestly the way some of you guys look and how picky you are about women <laughs> i'm screaming yeah. it's disgusting it's actually repulsive like you will stare at a picture and be like well these are the things that's wrong with her and I'm yeah. like, I need you to look at yourself. I know, now. like, dude, yeah. you haven't gotten a lineup in like two Thank months, you. please. But like, I think it's so funny. Like, <laughs> if you're if you're like ugly as a girl, like the only redeeming thing you can do is have a fucking banging ass body. Not even yes. your personality. Yes. It's still yes. your no. Looks, it's your yeah butterface. Yes. You gotta have a, a butterface because she has something, right? Yeah, yeah like sick. you gotta have like the nicest <laughs> body, and then guys will be like, okay, like I can see, like, especially so with true. men having very low yeah. standards these days, like extremely low. Yeah. I think it's just like, okay, the, the face doesn't work. All right, well, the body works. Yeah. What do you think? But not to wife. Not yeah. to Ever. wife. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. 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 That's just embarrassing yeah. for him. But a, a girl would be like, he can be ugly sexy. That's fine. Because I can be the pretty one. But with, for because, him. No, for guys, it's like their girl is like a status thing for them. Like, you don't want to be, disgusting. you don't want to be like with yeah. an ugly, like you want guys to see your girl and be like, yo, like. You, you bagged a baddie. Right. And we know this because they've admitted to this. Yeah. yeah. Like, we know that for sure. Their whole life's driven on that, though, right? It's like, so hoes sad. and this and that. Like, I get girls. Like, that is your life. That's a that's That is your life. That is your life. <laughs> it's getting girly. But what Sorry. do we, like, what is it about certain men that are so much more vocal about that? Like, do we feel like it's because they're insecure? Because I think there is a certain breed of men that will talk more shit about women's looks opposed to others. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ugly guys. <laughs> Like, for example... Yeah, I've noticed that. Maybe, maybe it is ugly guys. Girls, like, yeah. You're not cute, even yourself. Like, just be humble. Sit down. Like, yeah. It's just, I find it crazy. Like, you're not attractive, and you have the highest of high standards. Like, I can't. Yeah. You just, you, like, you're so picky about women. You sit down and pick apart women's pictures all day, and yeah. you, you look like that? I'm sorry. Do we feel like the rules of kind of, like, the whole institutional privilege when it comes to pretty, like, women is the same for men because mm. arguably i think there are some Sometimes. dimensions i think in certain fields like Sometimes. it will help but i think obviously we know that women like, suffer more yeah, yeah i think there's definitely like i don't want to say that body image isn't something that guys suffer with because obviously it is yeah um i think that women yeah like i think that the repercussions for not fitting the norms are worse for women yeah but at the same time like I'm not going to discount the fact that, like, guys do suffer with, like, um, like eating disorders or, like, they have th- their own body image issues, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, some some of them, that's why they're in the gym. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's exactly. not, it's not just because you're trying to, like, be healthy. Like, you're trying to, like, fucking get D's or whatever right. because that's what you think will look good. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, even going back to the whole, like, you know, we want to look a certain way if you're going to work, you're going to retail, et cetera, for women, you know... I think that is true for, like, women do have to look a certain way, but for those certain jobs. But me and Dana are talking about, like, warehouse. That's not even a retail job. It's really, like, a waitress job or, like, a bartender. Right. And all the women that are hired there are hot. Are hot. They look at their Instagrams and like, we want to hire you. Yeah, but the right. men, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, they're kind of yeah. whatever. I feel like it's just because maybe they're funny or 
whatever they can I get mean, women but they're not yeah. maybe they're ugly sexy like who ugly knows? sexy with a personality right yeah. yeah and that's the thing like a lot of men did relate to our season one episode of growing up ugly but i wonder if they still feel that way now like i feel like for them that's still a passe mentality mm-hmm. but i think for a lot of women who listen to that episode it's still a very much real experience for them right now and, but i think for men like it's easier to attain attractiveness because yeah, what you true. have to do is like it's not like you have to like sit there and like beat your face for like two hours you know what <laughs> i mean like guys like guys can just like put on a nice fit get a haircut so and easy. they are they already look better you know yeah. what I mean? different standards right yeah like, okay you know nice clothes roll up in your car you know this is enough yeah, but we have to like do our hair, hair do our makeup, makeup look. have your body on point, mm-hmm. wear like you know what I mean. So Everything. it's like, but guys can wear like something baggy, like you don't even know they have right. a beer belly, or like even if they do, it's exactly. like it doesn't matter. Dad, God, bod. yeah, like dad people bod. like dad bods. So do we feel like these movements that are trying to defy the standard are actually helping, like institutionally mm-hmm. or helping? I don't know. Like what ty- what movements? Um, like did you see the Nike ad the other day? How they're making like um, plus size. Models? Like mannequins? Or mannequins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I feel like that helps because, like, that's, that's like the cool. Nike store actually changing the right. way they advertise. But I mean, like, things online, maybe attitudes that are getting expressed. Um, so, like, yeah, maybe the body positive movement, one, two, yeah, just like any, or like Alicia Keys. Like, do we feel like Alicia Keys or anybody just stops wearing makeup? People who are just allowing themselves to, like, live in their body without the social pressure is actually helping us bruh i don't think so i don't know like i i think it's a valiant effort but i don't know like it's a lot like beauty is something that's like not only socially constructed but also biological so i think it's like it's hard to deconstruct all of that in Mm. like with a few movements like it'll take time you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so what do you mean by like beauty being biological like, just things like symmetry and, like, right. things like that where people are um, underlyingly, like, you're going to be attracted to certain things and, like, in someone's face. Right. Regardless of, just like... psychologically, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Um, but then, like, there's a societal... Like, Ducky Thought. Like, we were talking about Ducky Thought. How, like, her face is so symmetrical. It's, like, you would be, like, fucked to think that she's not beautiful. Yeah. Right. But people really are out here saying she's ugly. Just because so she's like, dark skin, yeah. Just because she's dark skin. So that's just like how the social intercedes with the biological and the psychological, and and yeah. So I think that the social pressures kind of like overrule. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think for me, like I do think they help socially. I think that it helps people's mental yeah. health. It helps people become better versions of themselves. Right. But again, with the whole idea of like going to interviews or just like. I don't know. It's not even just interviews. I hate that I'm just bringing that example up again. But just, like, institutionally, like, it is hard to hire, to, like, believe that even if you want to opt out of those standards, that, like, other people will think it's okay. Because, like, if you think about it, like, models literally get paid more than, like, educators. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, like, we right. value beauty more than absolutely anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so then I think it comes down to the point where it's like, yeah, you can stop wearing makeup, but... That doesn't help the society because at the end of the day, like the world is just revolving around face and body and attractiveness. Mm. As sad as it is, like to succeed, you have to be attractive in this world. It's true. No, it's, it's just actually true. so true. It's very true. Even like if you think about like music, yeah. like obviously, yeah. like obviously, all these people are so t- like not all of them, but like these people are talented. Right. But then it's like. 
especially like women. guys, Travis Scott, like you can be ugly and have a successful career. Right. But with the women, you cannot be ugly. Like, are you sick? The only person you have to be sexy. Sexy. You have to be, sexy. be like cute. You have to be sexy. Be sexy. The only person that like got away with women being like, yeah. like a woman rapper. Yes, yeah. especially because it's Megan Thee Stallion. They all have the same type of body. Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> even, like, even like Nikki. Like that was like at the beginning. Like right. People it was, thought it was kind of like okay, you're doing a lot, but now everybody looks like her. Yeah, yeah. and like she was very like highly sexualized. Very like, extremely. You have to do that. Like in YMCMB, like it was just it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I didn't yeah. even think of that. And like even thinking about like. I don't even know. Like, Adele? Like, I feel like Adele had a hard time because yeah. she was, like, bigger. Or, like, really you have people time. like Sia who will, like, yeah. not show their face. So really was, different, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, Sia's the only person I can think of that could pull that. Right. But I Sia, I, if you actually see her, she's fucking, like, she's pretty. She's and really her pretty. body is banging. Okay. It is. Like, she's, like, slim thick. Like, she's, you know, I'm yeah. not joking. Because <laughs> you know how, like, The weekend, we all knew what he looked like, but he never did any interviews right. and things like that. Like, like, if Beyonce tried to do what she was doing right now, not do any interviews, like, not talk to anyone, and we didn't know her, I feel like it'd be really hard for her to be successful. I feel like because in the beginning she did so many interviews and she's, like, established herself as, like, a sex icon. And movies. Like, and movies and stuff. Like, now she is who she is. Right. But, like, women not showing their body. Like, could you imagine a female rapper up there, no makeup, baggy clothes, skinny? Not working. I'm, like, honestly trying to think of a female that's, like, not conventionally attractive that's, like, popping in. The music. only person I can think of right. that maybe, like, physically isn't the most conventionally attractive as far as, like, women rappers is Rico Nasty. But she's still, like, skinny, like Are skin. you sick, though? But she's so beautiful. She's really beautiful, but I'm saying, like, she doesn't have, like, the fat ash and, the, like, uh, boob, yeah. big boobs. Like, but, again, pretty face. Right? The pretty face. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's so fucked. Comas. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> We're uneducated. I'm um, honestly... <laughs> Wait, it... Let me Chroma's... Chroma and whatever... The Toronto rapper? Oh, uh, maybe that's why. Is, she, is it a girl? Oh, my God, come on. Yeah, she's on Six Buzz all the time. Oh, uh, I don't follow Six Buzz. Six Basically, <laughs> she's garbage. She's pure trash, but face and body. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. I can see why people like her. She just... Dina literally just Googled the photo. It's of her. It was like... Oh, um, uh, yeah, I can see it. She has, that, she has that sex appeal or whatever. Exactly. So just... It works. People don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, that's so fucked. Like, talent isn't important anymore. You can't be out here, like... Like, after J. Cole, like, y- nobody wants to listen to what you have to say. Like, yeah. you can't be rapping about anything anymore. Nobody yeah. cares. It's so, so true. Like, auto-tune. honestly, J. Cole dresses like he's homeless. And... Wow, I didn't it just like it's all clicking for me. Yeah. J. Cole really dresses like he's homeless and he's really out here successful. Like, mm-hmm. no girl could do that. No. Yeah. At all. <sighs> oh, actually, I, I thought of a female rapper. I still think she's absolutely beautiful. Uh, Tierra Whack. Yeah, I feel I like she's, she's like not less, like sexualized. Yeah. And even, you know what? N- no name. Yeah, that's true. No name to okay, like guys, point. don't call us out. <laughs> but and like Rhapsody, but like I feel like the way that they market their rap is different. Like they're like marketing it as like more con- not they don't market it, but like people can consume their music as more like their conscious rappers. Yeah, like that's true. they're like women that like respect themselves and like don't just rap about like right. you know. Like, but again, sex. how much attention they have. But then yeah, and yeah. then also it's like if you actually listen to their music, like No Name talks about sex all the time, so it's right. like you're actually stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm. Sorry. So no, Tierwak is so beautiful, but I guess like conventionally. But she's not yeah. conventionally attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. That's true. But anyways, going back to the whole body positive thing, um, there was an idea that was brought up by one of me and Dina's favorite podcasts, Bolo and Flex. And Flex Mommy had brought up this idea of like instead of calling it body positive, 
should it be body neutrality? So body positive is this idea where you're like putting a lot of, not pressure, because I don't think it should be something that you stress about. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you're constantly talking about how much you love yourself. You wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I love you. Right. Body, like body neutrality is like, I just don't think about it. And I think about like, you know, my legs are there to help me get to A to B. My mind is for me to like decompose thoughts. I'm not going to talk about how much I love it. I'm right. going to talk about its function and I'm so grateful for its function. Opposed to its aesthetic appeal, I guess. So that's, I guess, the key. Body positivity praises your body's aesthetic. Body neutrality praises the functionality of your body. Mm-hmm. Do we think that body neutrality should be the new wave? What do we feel about these two different um, schools of thoughts, I guess? I think it's interchange- interchangeable because it's, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it depends what you do for a living, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like, I can wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I feel really good today. I feel really good from last night's workout. Yay, you know? But then yeah. I'm like, okay, now I have to go beat my face for two hours for work. So it's like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can do both, though, and mm-hmm. then go work, work out after. So it's like, I, I feel like you can do both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can do both as well. Um I, I don't know. I think it's just like I don't know if you can be neutral. You know I don't what think I mean? you can. Like I don't world. think you can be neutral <laughs> about like how you look just because it's so important. Just can't. I think it's just sad. And I'm just so aware of it yeah. all the time. You have to be. I think it's just so sad that like as soon as we talk about aesthetics, especially for the body, it's always negative. Like it always yeah. seems to be this debatable thing where it's like tattoos. Like do we like? Do we not like? What does it mean? Makeup. Hate yourself. Like all these things. It's just like. For some reason, we can't just let people just be. be aesthetically creative and, like, love themselves and appreciate themselves. Like, yeah. there is a whole medieval era of people just painting naked bodies, right. right? And we don't need to be body neutral about that, about them being like, well, they were able to lay because this painter was allowed to paint them. It's just, like, we can see that and acknowledge that it's beautiful, and that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Snapchat mm-hmm. and, like, okay. the filters because I'm sorry, they're so fucked. Like, they're actually so not good for I you. <laughs> I do, too. They're and bad. you know what? Like, I use the filters all the time. But it's, like, the way that they change your face is so scary. Like, yeah. they slim your nose. They usually slim down your face. And they lighten your face, colored too. Eyes. And colored eyes. Mm. And, like, That's even sad. you have, like, black face filters. Like, that one. I don't know. It was, like, there was a black the face The monkey filter? one? There was a monkey one. There was a monkey one. It got but taken was, down. There was also one that was, like, I, it was just, like, last week. Mavita was showing it to me. Oh. And it's, like, it, it's called, like, Sun's Out or something. And it, like, makes you tan. <gasps> and oh so, like, <laughs> like... These Snapchat filters are, A, so racist <laughs> because they're saying, right. like, to be beautiful, you have to, like, look this certain way that is not attainable. And, like, it just, like, I feel like the Snapchat filters point out things about yourself that you don't like that you didn't yeah. even realize that you didn't like. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they'll change those certain things about you. Whereas, like, mm. if you go into an app like Facetune, you're going to be like, okay, I want to fix my nose. This right. is what I want to fix. You went in with a problem and you're trying to fix it. Exactly. You go on Snapchat filters... They're giving you problems that you didn't even know existed. You didn't <laughs> yeah. know that your fucking, your eyes were too far apart. You didn't know that your eyes were, you know what I mean? And now you have, like, these insecurities where it's, like, fuck. Like, I it cannot. It literally puts on makeup for you. It, it gives on... you a contour. Like, yes. it's funny because it's, like, the dog filters. Like, that's cute and all. But then there's filters that, like, you can't even tell you're wearing a filter. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is scary. You know? I don't have Snapchat, but I downloaded it because I wanted to use that man one, like, the one that changed <laughs> gender. And so I'm, like, going through the filters, and I'm like, this is scary. Because, yeah. like, I only use Instagram, really, right. for that kind of stuff. And Instagram filters arguably don't really change your face. I hate them. They suck. 
They're not good qual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the just Snapchat ones quality. are way better. Yeah. But I was like, this is insane. I can't believe I'm missing out on this. Also, I look completely different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I think it's, like, honestly really, really problematic because people will, like, go into their plastic surgeon with, like, their photo yeah. um, with a Snapchat filter yeah, on honestly. or their face-tuned, face like, face picture. and be like, I want this. Right. So, but I think we can all agree it's that Snapchat thing is fucked because they actually do the modifications for you so they're telling you bitch you're ugly yeah they're telling right. you what's wrong with you right. yeah but so Facetune because you kind of have a little bit more agency like how do we feel about Facetune I know for me like if I know that someone's picture is Facetune for some reason a part of me does feel negatively about that right. Even though everyone has agency to download the app, you can do whatever you want with your photos. It's your Instagram. I'm not hating outside the club, like, whatever. <laughs> um, but why does Facetune have such a negative connotation? And do you guys feel the same way? Facetune's fucked, too. Personally, in my opinion, I downloaded it, like, a couple days ago just to, like, see before this episode. And I was, like, editing some of my photos. And, like, it just made me, like, after I exited, I'm like, fuck, like, I wish I looked like that. So I feel like for me, it's like a very like it was not good for me. But like just because you're not going to look like that unless you go through the body modification. So I think in that sense, it can fuck with your mental. Like if you're actually going to go through with like getting like your waist smaller or whatever. So you actually look like that, then like, okay. But like if you're just going to facetune all your pictures, first of all, people are going to see you in real life and be like, bitch, you don't look like that. And second of all, it's going to fuck with your like you're going to have like. This, you're going to have a dysmorphia to some point because you're not going to know what you actually look like if you facetune everything but you don't actually look like that in real life. Also, I think it's I think it's kind of funny that people forget that facetune was really only for your face. People started using it on their bodies because like, yeah. facetune was like for like makeup pictures. Like I facetune all my like makeup pics because yeah. I literally have to because I yeah. take my pictures on the iPhone. It doesn't pick up color. It doesn't pick up the details. So like mm-hmm. I go in, I bring out all the stuff. I try not to overdo it, mm-hmm. but I need to bring it out or it's like you won't see what I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it like should be used for like useful things like that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's positive. Like that's, yeah. yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think it's different when you're like changing the composition of your body versus like. Yeah. But how do we feel about people who like have acne and then they just like want to cover their acne? I think that's fine. Okay. So there are, so Facetune is not bad. We're not canceling Facetune. Like, no. Facetune, like, I feel like if you use it for its intended purposes, I it's useful. like, I feel like if you change how your entire nose looks, then it's, like, girl. But, like, if you're covering acne or yeah. you're bringing out your makeup or whatever, right. that's the same thing as, like, when, like, something gets, like, photoshopped, like, when you take photos, like, someone is obviously going to edit it before yeah. they put it Break out. Yeah, the colors, mm-hmm. right? And just make yeah. it better. Yeah, yeah right. so I think, like, in that sense, it's kind of, like, using Photoshop, but... Okay, but what if we as a society all admitted to like using facetune so you know how like james charles is like he loves facetune and he very verbally like talks about facetune like is that bad or is that more progressive why do we care if they admit they use facetune it kind of in that same respect when people get surgery like for some reason i know for me and this isn't maybe an issue just within myself like when people get surgery i feel a need for them to admit they did it i don't really? care if they got it but actually yeah but I'm for me like it's that. just like why didn't you just admit getting surgery i think like I it just gives people unrealistic standards like yeah. especially if you have a following like if you're like james charles and you have a following of like a lot of younger impressionable people they should know that this is not fucking real yeah and he's using facetune or he got surgery or like whatever whatever the case may be just to not like sell this false narrative of like your body actually looks like that because it's not realistic for most people. That's what I think, too. I think it's just educational purposes. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, you have the body that you have because you worked out for it, and you 
tell people like this is what I've done and I'm right. sure if someone DM'd you what your workout routine is you probably would give it to right. them so this is you just like educating people on how to get their best life together okay. but if I literally got I don't know like a huge body modification and I was like I was just born this way you'd be like no but like. I feel like sometimes <laughs> people don't comment on it at all okay so then I'm just like you know what like it's not really my business like I don't You're think right. somebody should I don't think somebody should be forced to like talk about their surgery. That's mm-hmm. Like I just don't think it's anyone's business, even if it's like straight up really obvious. Like if they're like really neutral about it, I'm just like, just like we see it, but it's like not our business to like really know, mm-hmm. right? And even with like the workout thing, it's like I can post my gym pics all day and I don't have to give anybody my workout. That's true. You like I really don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, well, how'd you do that? It's like, well, don't worry. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? <laughs> I, I could do that. Yeah, that's right? true. It's like, it's just like your body, like your business, the progress right? pick. Like, what'd you do? Um, none of your fucking business. <laughs> Shut <laughs> Figure up. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's why it's so messed up. That's why every time I think these things, I'm like, I'm so problematic. These people don't have that information, you right, know? Right, just like, I feel like some people feel like entitled, so they feel better about themselves. Ooh, Ooh that is such true. a good point. Yeah. Because it's like, honestly, like, like I, I can like tell that. you have surgery, but like, I don't care. Like, I yeah. don't, I actually like it's just you don't have to talk about things you don't want to talk about that's, that's true. so true yeah don't. that's a good point entitlement so okay so back to the james charles <laughs> point are we entitled to that information even though he gave it to us and also do other people so other people shouldn't tell us they're using facetune hmm i mean i think it's difficult because yeah there is that piece of entitlement where i feel like people feel very entitled not only to just anyone but like especially influencers youtubers um, people that are like, like have a following. People feel very entitled to like know things about their life, which I think is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like I don't want someone to like look at someone who got like a nose job or like a BBL or whatever and be like, okay, like I want my body to look like that and not know the means of how to get there, and go through like unhealthy measures to like try to get yeah. to that. I guess that's yeah. just the, that's yeah. the only like counter argument in my brain when you're like when you're like young and impressionable and you have that large following mm-hmm. i don't know honestly honestly i think it's a personal problem like i think cardi b was talking about this once when she was like hey like i'm not responsible for me swearing and your kids watching me mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so the same thing it's like i could be this big influencer and people would be like well how did she do this how did she how did she do that i want to look like her what it's like that's your problem yeah. do you know what i'm saying it's like you're choosing to download instagram go on it and compare yourself to people like that's you true. can't tell other people like don't post that you know don't post your body or like don't post that and this and that because it's like you don't have to look at it that's do you true. know what i mean it's that's 100 like, true and you know what i wish i didn't have my laptop and i wish i had my phone because then i could see the bookmarks but basically like my books are on twitter but on Twitter there was this tweet and this girl was talking about how like you bitches need to shut up about uh, not comparing yourself on Instagram because basically like everybody does everyone compares themselves on Instagram but it's no oh, one's who's, who's no telling one's, you to do it yeah no who's yeah. telling you to compare yourself yeah. on Instagram you don't have to, it's, not, it's not illegal to not have Instagram like why do you have it yeah and in that Get same off of it. <laughs> yeah and in that same respect of like admitting that you have Facetune or you have surgery right some mm-hmm. people might think that's kind of the same way of uh, admitting your hardships as well or just exactly. like difficulties that you have and you don't like owe, I can relate to you now yeah you but don't again, owe anyone your hardship that. yeah exactly. and that's so true because like a, per- me it's a personal and D- problem yeah yeah like me and Dina are I would say pretty personal on the podcast like you know we talk about uh some of our uh, little dilemmas but that's because <laughs> we just like doing that that's like we do it for free we do right. it yeah, <laughs> on a bi-weekly we basis care, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but no one made us do that and if someone decides not to have a podcast and talk about things like that 
we would never hate on them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, anyways, a lesson to me, and I admitted, you know, sometimes I'm a hate, I'm hating outside the club, and that's, <laughs> and that's a problem. That's my own issue, right? Like that yeah. truly is my own issue, and it's something that I'm constantly trying to stop. But I think we are kind of a little brought, brought up to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But fix yourself, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> that's so true. So self, like yeah, self image and body image is an individual process right. at the end of the day, yeah. and you just have to learn how to navigate the Instagram and instagram twitter and like everything that is thrown at you yeah yeah i think and like i don't think it's problematic to like not like something about yourself and want to change it of course like i don't it's inevitable yeah yeah like what are the chances that someone just loves everything about like everyone has something that they don't like and whether you change it through working out or through surgery or through an amazing skincare routine or yeah yeah through yeah whatever route you go like fucking do it like honestly Honestly. life is you have one life yeah exactly and in a world where like ugliness is a character flaw like it's your fault that you're ugly you know what i mean like i think we talked about this before but like things like what not to wear or like princess diaries or like those things like it's like your your ugliness is like on you yeah like they need to switch up yeah so i I don't think it's a problem if you want to switch up Mm -hmm. right but also acknowledging like beauty is elitist and in this capitalist society like not everyone can attain it which is unfortunate like not everyone can afford all the beauty care products not everyone can afford surgery not everyone can even afford a haircut guys i got a haircut and it was literally a hundred dollars and i almost fainted it was a (laughs) hundred dollars yeah and i didn't even know (laughs) And I was like, this is a lot. Yeah. Not everyone can even afford a gym membership, bro. Like, you can't. Yeah. Not everyone can afford the superfoods. Everyone's going to, like, get at us and be like, you don't need the superfoods. You don't need a gym membership. Right. (laughs) Well, you don't. At home routine. Yeah. At home. Yeah. At home routine. Like, no. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't afford vegetables. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, some people. I need to get that Dollar Junior chicken. Yeah. Exactly. That's what some people live off of. So, fuck. Like. Mm-hmm. I need to stop swearing. I'm so sorry, Mom, if you're listening. Um, she tells me that I swear a lot on the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so sorry. But anyways, that's pretty much all I had to say. Mm-hmm, me too. This is a really good episode. Yeah. Thank you so much, AP. Oh, of course. Thanks yeah. for having me. Make sure you guys follow AP's Instagram and and make a page. Yes. So you have two Instagrams um, because your private is now public. Yes. Yes. I will link everything in the bio thing on <laughs> soundcloud i don't know what it's called like a down like i don't know the description box, box. <laughs> yeah i'll link everything there um if you are still sleeping on our youtube channel please like guys i don't i don't know why everyone myself. i don't know why everyone <laughs> thinks we don't have youtube like we have a youtube please go subscribe um yeah that's all also shout out to the person who um submitted a question on our tumblr oh yeah that was so nice guys please tell us what you want to listen to um so the person said it'd be cool if you guys did an episode on insta influencers and the racial complexities of a platform which is something that we definitely want to like do i feel like we touched on some of what we would talk about in this episode but we definitely want to do like an episode dedicated to influencers so if you you know a local influencer yeah if you are an influencer and you happen to be listening to this please Please, like, we always need guests. Like, if you know someone that's just cool, like, fucking hit us up. People think that it's hard to be on the podcast, I think. No, it's honestly not. It's so easy. We literally DM'd AP two days ago. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) We want to do a beauty podcast. And thank you, everyone, who supported us on the Instagram. We're so happy to have this Instagram. Yes, please follow us at Retweet Podcast Mm -hmm. on Instagram. (laughs) 
but yeah thank you guys so much for listening bye bye